Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. faithful uh welcome to a special edition of the smackdown post show i am not kate elizabeth no uh i i am uh alex plowski and uh this is alexis cardoza and um kate will be up with us as soon as she can she's uh she's she got off a plane she's made her way back to her house this is um your post smackdown review for August 25th, 2023, the post Bray Wyatt tribute show. Um, we're going to be talking a lot about that, um, taking your chats, um, talking about our reactions, uh, our memories, um, and just trying to process things. Because uh, as I was talking to um, uh, to my buddy uh, Cardoza here before we went on the air, um this is to, not to say it's not sad, but you kind of expect Terry Funk to go sometime in the next five years. Nobody really expects to turn on Twitter for the first time or X now for the first time in four hours like I did yesterday and see a bunch of stuff about R.I.P. Wyndham. And I was like, oh, Barry Wyndham died because that to me would would be a thing because didn't didn't he didn't he already die? I was like googling things and then no, it was Wyndham Rotunda, Bray Wyatt, which didn't feel possible. Just didn't feel like it was a possibility. So it, it like it truly shocked me, um, it, and uh, I still don't think I'm 
processing it. Um, uh, I know, Alexis, you um, are on the same boat trying to figure out, like, what even is what even is this? You know how how, how the 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 idea of ev everyone who worked with that guy has nothing but absolute superlatives to say about him, about his creative mind, how kind he was to everybody. Um, like there was, there is not a soul who worked with that dude who doesn't have wonderful things to say about him. It is uh, an unspeakable tragedy for his friends and family, but also for people, his fans who connected with him in a way that, that, that most fans don't connect with other wrestlers because of just the the who he was as a character but also who he was as a human being it's it's a it's a difficult thing to try and um try and parse uh in a, in a show like this but we're gonna do it yeah we're gonna have to yeah um yeah it's um yeah it's tough i think for me the number one when I look at it is when I read that, that tweet by triple H was nah. And then I read it again. I'm like, wait, that's, that's, that's a, that's a real name attached yeah. to a kayfabe name at yeah. the very end of it. And it just, I think for me, it was just soul sucking yep. because uh, you know, for the last what ten years now, uh, you know, we've seen this this dude just come up and leave and come back and leave again, not on his yeah. terms, and come yeah. back finally on his terms. Yeah. And I've been very critical of the creative for him uh, in the sense of like, you know, the the QR code stuff for me was just like, all right, cool. I understand his genius, but I was like, can we get to it? I want Uncle Howdy here. I want Bray here. I want everything to just happen. Yeah. And he, I think it goes more than just wrestling. Um, and I'll speak on behalf of, for, for my brother who came back into the wrestling world because of Bray, like fell in love again and was visiting arenas. And he says something to me that, that that was very interesting. And I don't know if any of you guys who are watching right now can uh, attest to this, but he said he would watch Raw and SmackDown and go to pay-per-views, like go to live events with the hopes that the lights would dim and you would yeah. hear the ominous sound yeah. every single time holding to the hope that he would show up and yeah he's a big fan he had he's gotten the mass got it signed got the belt you know the fiend bell has a nasty insane uh fiend tattoo with the mask and everything on his wow like, uh, he fell in love with the character in, in a way oof. Oh. My brother was going through some stuff, man. Yeah. Bray, Bray connected with a lot of people who were going through some stuff. Like, to the point where I'm seeing people... God, what a great soul this dude had. People who he did not know, who were just fans of his, 
who would DM him going through some stuff and he would respond with words of encouragement and love. Um, and, and that is something that honestly you do not have to do. That is not a thing that you are obligated to do as, 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 as but he did it because he knew what <clears throat> somehow yeah. what he meant to all of these people. Yeah. Yeah. And he, 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 um, he helped my brother out a lot in ways that, you know, unfortunately I couldn't because he connected with the person, Wyndham and Bray. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and even though I was there for him, helping him out with a lot of different thoughts and processes, the character and the overall person who Wyndham was kind of, um, he related a lot to him. And I think that's a beautiful thing when people find someone outside of their comfort zone that they can relate with and find that. So, that's why for me is just like oh it hits it hits because I know he's hurting and other people are hurting and the family's hurting and I'm a father and to know that his four kids uh, it's it's a lot it's a lot it is a lot it is a lot and uh, yeah it's it's one of those things where um there was a, a a video that Seth Rollins recorded in his car just four minutes of him trying to figure out what to say but like. When he gets to the thing about, you know, Bray's, you know, Wyndham's kids, like as, as a father, when you start to think of it that way, just there's, it gives you such pause. Just the idea of one day you're here, one day you're, and the next day you're gone. And, and what, like, how, how would I, that's, that is my, my greatest fear is to being gone and, and, and not being able to, yeah, in a flash, in a flash, not being not being able to like you know, pre- pre- I don't know how it's weird to prepare my daughter for when I'm not gonna be here, just being just gone one the next the next minute and and not being able to help somehow prepare her for 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 me not being here yeah. is is a, is a horrible fear of mine. So um, uh, yeah, it's I can definitely identify with that and all the pictures you see of him. With with his with his wife, um, yeah, JoJo and his kids. It's just, it's just, it's just gut wrenching, man. Um, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, absolutely. We just gotta celebrate. We gotta celebrate it, and we gotta. Mm-hmm. It just sucks because when you think about it, dude. dude I'm 41 years old. He's 36. He's like, like he's gone, gone. And, yeah. and I don't think, you know, and I'm a person, I suffered a lot of PTSD due to the, my time in war and whatever. So I I fear for my own mortality. And I've been very public about this with other veterans. Yeah. Like, it's part of my problem. Like, that's my, that's my PTSD. That's where it's at, you know. So when I think about what triggers me is my mortality. And then when I see something like this happen with someone who's 36 years old. I start thinking about their mortality, like how fast this happened, how yeah. quickly we lost them. And God, yeah. dude, it's just, it's a scary world we live in. Uh, it is. And, and it is, it is one of those things uh, to me that, um, that I don't want to, this to get bogged down and like being maudlin or, or depressed about it. I want to celebrate. Yes. And, and yet I cannot help but think, of the things that we should be right now celebrating so much more that this guy got to do when he was here at 
because you think like he's only 36, but it feels like he's been around for a really long time. But so much of that time he was around, he wasn't on TV. And like you think about like the the, the original incarnation, the 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 this swamp billy cult leader with the fedora and the, and the Hawaiian shirt, and how that guy at the time like felt like, oh, this is the next dude who's gonna run things for like 20 years yes and all they did was get in his way yeah and it never really came to fruition i don't want to do this thing about you know pointing blame but i really feel like when we got back we got to see all these things that he did i'm like i i remember watching that promo they would show a clip from or somebody posts on you know on social media i remember watching that promo and thinking this is it this is where he turns it around. They're going to get behind yeah. him. And the next week they buried in so, him in some stupid yeah. segment. And it always made me feel so bad for him because I knew he had these great ideas and the ability to see those ideas to fruition. And, and maybe we just, we didn't get it. We didn't get enough Bray Wyatt we while didn't. he was here. We didn't get enough of what he could do. Um, I, I, um, I, I will, I will absolutely miss, that that guy and and the 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 thought in my head was I can't wait to see what that guy comes up with next. Yeah, it, that I will miss having those thoughts about him uh, more than anybody else. Um, that's, that, and that's the hard part because we were waiting for the return. We were getting all of these, you know, uh, through Fightful. We were getting all these, you know, positive feedback mm-hmm. moments mm-hmm. of like, hey, he said he had a really bad setback, but guess what? He's mm-hmm. he's doing better. He's doing mm-hmm. great. We're gonna have him come back. Um, you know, life threatening, but he's kicking out at two, so on and so on. And then, you know, for this to happen, it's just it's pretty freaking insane. But yeah, as the world turns, you know, like we just yeah. now gotta find our way. Uh you know, and I and I said this before, Alex, that you know, every decade or so we lose a big name in yeah. professional wrestling. It started when we were younger, Owen, yeah. Pest, all these people, you know, like yep. um Brian Pillman, 37 yeah. years old. Yep. You know, um didn't really resonate or hit at the time because I was younger, so I wasn't as yeah. you know, I was dumb. But now yeah. when I'm older, you kind of look back at it and then you know, I'll get into it one day, but it's just a long list of like these thirty-year-old wrestlers who just, you know, just mm-hmm. unfortunately uh, move over to the other side. But it's just, it's crazy. I, and I, and I do hope that I don't know what WWE does now. Yeah. You know, with how do they move forward? With obviously they will. It's a machine. It has to continue moving forward. Mm-hmm. But what do they do with that? You know, how do they deal with it? You know, I know, I know yeah. a lot of people have been posting about the Hall of Fame thing and stuff and like yeah. that. He definitely does have a Hall of Fame worthy caliber career. Oh, he absolutely. Won championships and he he strived. He left the didn't leave the company on his terms, right? He was let go, but mm-hmm. came back. He was very open and honest with his promo about how we helped him and we kept him going when he was at his darkest. You know, like so. Yeah. You know, we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. to look forward to for him. Yep. Um, I'm going to read some of your uh, Super Chats. Super Chats, of yes, course, please. bottom of the YouTube here and Humper Chats at humperchats.com. You can send those in as well. We'll be reading them through the night. Bizarro Big L says, 
Um, seeing the Bray news flash on my phone breaks my heart. Uh, um, Brian's Wyatt family run was one of my first matches. I hope Bray and Brody are by the fire together again. Tears aren't enough for him and his family. The whole world in his hands. I need ice cream. I think we all need ice yeah, cream. Yeah, we all need I, ice was, cream, that, brother. That, that we all we all need some ice cream. Uh, absolutely. Um, uh, um, Kim Gray um, sent in this from about 12 hours ago. My son, almost 12, loved Bray so much. He was so invested in everything that man did. This is such a gut punch. It's true. That's true. Kim also um, says, that, hey, fellas, saw the opener on my way to the football game. Uh, to a football game, cried as I was driving. My son's favorite. I found the video of my bow at five, recreating the entrance with a battery-operated lantern and fedora. That that video, I've seen that. That is, uh, a, yeah. that is so like it, it's it's adorable in the at the time, and now in retrospect, it is just very, very sad. Um, uh, but it, yeah, it's it's. It's crazy how much he connected, even with like little kids. You know, um, he had he had such a, a a magnetic personality and 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 um, presence. Uh, yes, of all ages. Zach Barber saying sending strength and love to Bray's family, especially his kids, and also to Eric Rowan, who's now lost his two closest friends. Life is yeah. unfair tonight. We're all fireflies. To paraphrase Elton John, Bray's lantern blew out long before his legend ever will. Uh, that is that's that's very wow. yeah that's that's profound. Um, that's strong. Um, so the opening of the show um, was everyone gathered on the stage um, to do the ten bell salute for both Terry Funk, who we'll also talk about on on this show. And I feel like this show probably would have been about that. If we hadn't lost Bray, it would have been like, hey, Terry Funk, let's talk about Terry Funk. And we're going to talk yeah. about Terry. Um, but um, the, 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 the crowd on the stage for the 10 bell salute included Triple H in the middle and on to flanking him on either side was Eric Rowan, uh, Eric Redbeard, as he's now known, and Braun Strowman, who is out rehabbing after a, after a, a neck injury neck, yeah neck surgery thing yeah Se neck surgery so um but just just looking at like eric rowan like he had his eyes closed through the whole thing just to go through losing brody um and and then like it, it i don't december two years ago Three years ago, two, three years three, ago, yeah. To, like it, it, it doesn't feel like that long ago in the in the scheme of things. It really doesn't. Um, and uh, and the the last time when we when we lost Brody, I did a a impromptu solo show um, that that what a lot of people were trying to piece it together. Um, it it's a it's I can't imagine like losing the first and then a few years later losing the other one and having them both go in a way that you couldn't be prepared for really. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, he obviously um, it was a really nice touch that they had him come in to stand there to know that like everyone knows that 
his connection, even if he's not with the company anymore, and and Braun to come in, even though he's he's out with an injury, and just to be able to be there. There's a, a photo that uh, that is circulating of the two of them kind of hugging um, uh, near the the rocking chair. Yeah. The, um, the the video tribute to Bray was ab uh, was just beautiful and it is so well done um, um, um amazing um stuff by the video team with wwe who always, always. turns out such great work um and uh um it ended uh with with this with just the spotlight on 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 the rocking chair which 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 got me that that I was I was holding it down through through the video package. It was tough, but I but the the but um the 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 rocking chair thing got me. Um it was a really touching, beautiful tribute. Um and uh wrestling with movies says having Rowan there was so great, but he's been through two uh too too many of these. Heart shatters for that guy. Absolutely. Um uh the somebody said the only thing that that can make me smile through this is the thought of Bray getting to the pearly gates and and Brody's waiting for him like that just the image of that i i hope that's the way it works you know like that yeah. uh, it would it would be uh it'd be a wonderful thing if it, it you know so uh, yeah it was there was gore, yeah I, I, you know and we we feel for the friends and the people around the, the crew everyone there you know and i you start then you got to break down the layers uh-huh. A dad lost his son, you know. Uh, f- parents yeah. are involved in this. Family members, you got wives now. You got two, two widows that lost, you know. And Bray was a big part of of Brody's life, and yeah, you know, Amanda and them, you know, they were part of everything Bray was doing as well. So it's just, it's crazy. It's just crazy. It's just, I can, I cannot. The world of wrestling is so niche. And yeah. our community is so so small, you know yes. that we spend more time fighting each other about stupid shit, yes, which makes no sense. Like which company's better and whose numbers that we forget about that the people who are there entertaining us are human beings like you and I, yeah. who still talk to each other regardless of what company they're in, having fun with their friends. Yes, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Jay Miller saying phenomenal tribute show tonight. Bray always kept you on your toes as a performer. Um, and he brings up the, the tag match, which was uh, not a hardcore match. Oh, jeez. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that when we we'll get have to a it. lighter note now. We'll, yeah, we'll turn yeah, it back we'll, to normal yeah, business yeah, here. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to that. Um, Aaron H. saying, I'm going to be honest. I watched the opener and got upset. Upset at losing such a wrestling mind and upset this company hurt. Um, hurried such a talent um yeah it, yeah i don't know he he there was there was so much that they that 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 so much left on the table with with what that guy uh could have done which is yeah. part of the tragedy um wrestling with movies uh says i just rewatched the firefly funhouse match today which is free on youtube remembering for any type of entertainment during the pandemic and he delivered that masterpiece is the only thing i can call it him and john made magic i watched it last night I, I went back and watched it. It's still to this day uh, will always be to me one of the most. It was almost creative perfection. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and the fact that they put it together, 
you know, I honestly, it's it's so funny to think, but like if if COVID doesn't hit and that WrestleMania happens regular, it's probably just John Cena beating the Fiend in a regular ass match. You're right. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. in, instead, we got this brilliant thing from from the mind of of uh, Bray and from Cena um, that uh, still blows my mind with the story they were able to tell in about 15 minutes. I know, it's um, crazy. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, Alan Tavalaska is saying, great tribute show to both Bray and Funk. A wrestler passing hasn't affected me this much since Brody Lee. I'm going to genuinely miss Bray Wyatt. He was a really was a creative genius. R.I.P. Yeah, um, he really he was a creative genius. Um, there's just uh, like even if it wasn't for you, you have to think that nobody else was doing something like, hey, what if this guy was like a Mister Rogers knockoff, but also a demon clown? Nobody yeah. else is having ideas like that. Nobody, nobody else is is getting those put on TV. Yeah, it was it, it kind of crazy. Nobody was um, thinking outside the box, right? Basically, yeah. and he he challenged that. He challenged that from the get go. Yeah. JW Pringle says, Alex Squared, thanks for being here. Rest in peace, Bray. Glad to be May here the, with all of you guys. Absolutely. May the fireflies light your way. Love to the Fightful and the SGS family. Thanks, JW. Thank you. Um, uh, Josh Tolman says, maybe it's the fact that I, that I just became a father to a girl five months ago, but seeing him with his daughter coming her hair is what got to me the most. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Was, yeah. That was rough. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't think about it because I start breaking down again. Just the, I yeah. can't, this, those kids, just those, mm-hmm. those kids, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, Knock Bogan saying, I've been in a mental fog for the last two days. It still doesn't feel real. The man was only 36, five years older than me. Rest in peace, Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah, only 36. Um, Jeez. it's just, it's far too young to go. Far too young. Um, uh, DNC Digital saying one thing I never knew to prepare for as a fan was wrestling losing. Uh, fan was wrestling losing someone. My daughter was was oh was wrestling losing someone. My daughter was a fan of. She admired him and his creativity. She's really sad about it, and I wish I could make it better. Yeah, that's a rough one, man. Uh, I um, uh, we've kind of kept my daughter away from watching wrestling because uh, she's a sponge and she'll be doing top rope elbow drops. Uh, <laughs> off the furniture so we don't we'd like to avoid those <laughs> hospital bills so we're keeping her uh, away from that stuff but i can't I, I can't imagine um what it would be like with you know if her favorite disney princess like died suddenly i don't know how i would talk to her about that you know i'm sure she would be horribly uh, uh, yeah. upset about it that that's that's a that is that is a really rough one um how to talk to him about that kind of thing um, Ronald Hollick saying, uh, all I can think of in my head is a phenomenal tag team match going beyond the gates, uh, um, in Jay Briscoe and Terry Funk versus Brody Lee and Bray Wyatt. Hmm. You know that the old, the old song, if there's a rock and roll heaven, you know, they got a hell of a band. <laughs> if there's a wrestling heaven, there's a hell of a card that you yeah. can put together. Like yeah. really, really great stuff. And, and two of them just got added to the card for sure. Um, Yeah. I often think like McMahon Vince has lived through a lot of yeah people passing away. And when you think about the way that we understand the business and it's 
it's a giant business. It's all about money. But at some point, you have to break it down and, and bring it to like, did he think of them as his own kids? Like, especially when they start passing yeah. away. And yeah. now you look at someone like Triple H. Triple H looked like he lost it in the beginning of oh, that tribute. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you know someone like he who brought Bray back. You yeah. knew he brought him back. Oh yeah, he's one of his kids. And God, this uh, you know the show must continue going. But then you, you go home and you sit in an empty room where it's dark and quiet. And then those, how do you deal with that? That's crazy to me. Like I, I think about even those people that are involved in this. Yeah. Um. Um. Ron, uh, Paul L. Saying, got back into wrestling, watching Bray and the Shield. I was deployed when Mania 30 happened. And it played oh, wow. while I was on duty, watching him brought me back with how surreal he, he was. Always had me gripped. Um, he he knew how to captivate an audience, for yeah. sure. For sure. And yeah, the, 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 you, I don't think WWE has uh, ever done a six-man that was like better in the WWE, the, the absolute apex of what WWE tag wrestling can be. If, if because other, some things they'll just, you'll just never get to see in WWE, yeah. but they pushed the envelope right up to it. The Wyatt family versus the shield elimination chamber. What? 13, oh. whatever that was. Yeah. Can you like, believe that? Like 10 years ago, like that was yeah, so 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 good. Um, just 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 amazing. Uh, the 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 kind of stuff that that we got to do. And there's so many so many like just mini tragedies and what ifs of you know the 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 thing everyone immediately went back to um, last night was the 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 random raw where they paired him up with Roman Reigns and they yeah. beat the League of Nations and he fired Roman's spear out of his finger gun at Sheamus and everyone was like this is the coolest thing that's ever happened and they immediately got on a plane and flew to Italy to start a European tour and he screwed up his ankle in the first match and he was still too hurt when they got back from the tour and they never revisited know, whatever man. the plans were for him and Roman to team together for a while and figure that out I, I, that is my biggest what if in wrestling that I have been a fan of is what they were going to do with Bray and Roman coming out of that ridiculous moment because it was so good, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's just the what ifs are going to hit us for a long time. I mean, I remember when Eddie passed away and he wasn't, you know, he was past his, you know, 30s and it's just that was tough. Uh, till this day, we still honor Owen Hart. With the Owen Hart tournament in, yeah. in AEW. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. how crazy is that? And he yeah. was taken from us. It wasn't it wasn't something that, like, oh, God, tragic ha tragically happened physically that we were like, oh, no, you know, he can't right. wrestle anymore. He broke his neck, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, he was instantly taken from us from, yeah. you know, whatever ailments he had. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Joe Compton saying that WWE 2K24 should have a Bray Wyatt showcase and have the Fiend as a playable character as well as the cover star. Instead of a freaking DLC like they have now. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Um, Taylor Cannon saying, RIP Bray Wyatt. I feel for his ch children so heartbreaking for yes. them. Yeah, I, mean, I can't just... 
pray for lost, his family, lost, man. Like, yeah, his family. Like the the you know, a wife lost a husband, children lost a father, four kids, um, man, and one of them has, one of them's young enough to not yeah. that they're not gonna remember him. Not gonna remember. It's a baby that she's not. She no. There's no. There's gonna be. Jojo and the family telling them this is what your daddy did and this is who your daddy was. Uh, and uh, the the I think that the 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 best solace that we if we can have any is to know that there's so much that she can still see of her dad being totally unique and 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 connecting with so many people but also yeah. like I I I'd venture that anybody who he ever knew in the business would be happy to sit down with that kid and and tell her stories about the man that that her dad was because like everyone tells just little interactions he would have with like with people who were up and coming in the business backstage that they took to heart for the rest of their like up until right now that they still remember like uh, Josh Alexander one of the greatest wrestlers in the world from Impact um talking about how he was an extra in 2012. Oh yeah. And and Bray could see that he was nervous backstage. He's like, "Hey man, you're cool. I'm 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 glad that you're here." Like just he didn't have to do any of that, but that's who yep. Bray was and it was yeah, just amazing. Um So, I guess we're we'll come back to these and and try and get through whatever this is. <clears throat> um we got Rey Mysterio versus Great Racing Waller to start the night. I think it was um Anybody who start who came out first after that tribute package played was was it was in for a rough one, but oh, it's yeah. Ray. Of course, it's Ray. Ray is Ray is the guy who's who's been through this too many times to count. Um, uh, and also, everyone's happy to see Ray Mysterio. You know that was a that was a, a good choice to have him do that. Um, uh, the match is you know it's it's fine. It's, you know, building something for payback, I guess, because Austin Theory comes out, then Santos attacks Austin Theory to prevent him from interfering, and that leads to a tag match next week on the go-home show for payback. Yeah. That's it. So there we go. That's it. Um, And now we're back to things people actually want to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) And back to Um, your normal days uh, programming. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Corona saying uh, losing Bray Wyatt. This sucks, man. He's very young. I'm sad for Bo Dallas because that is his brother. That's another one, man. What's going to happen? I hope WWE push him to the moon for Bo Bo Dallas. Man, I, I, that's one of those things that I, I, I was so looking forward to that, to that obvious payoff they were going to have. Yeah. With, with the Uncle Howdy and, and Bray and, and Bo thing that was going to be eventually. I mean, they put it off. They didn't do it this year at Mania. They'll probably do it eventually, I said. Um, but I was so looking forward to that. And um, Bo, I think, you know, he's he was back in the company because his brother was going to work for, with him and do this. And I don't know what, what Bo wants to do with his life now after losing his brother like this. I don't know and, what he wants to do. And it's, and it's no secret. I, we spoke about it on Wrestling with Freddie. Uh, if anybody's a new listener or viewer, I'm I'm the I'm his producer uh, at the Wrestling with Freddie podcast, and um, you know he runs his own. He's you know has this idea of like running his own wrestling company. He's you know the, he's part owner of the Premier Streaming Network, and it's crazy because he was actually he said this he was going to sign Bray. 
yeah to his federation yeah and part of that was he was going to bring bo with him as well yeah and as he was ready to sign the dotted line wwe called right and he told them go do what you got to do you know what i'm saying and it's just crazy because he had a really good he still has a good connection with uh, the you know Wyndham's family and all this stuff. So it's just, it's just crazy, man. Like yeah. crazy. It's just crazy, crazy that the directions that people could have gone. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's just insane. Yeah. So Bo, uh, long story short, Bo, that was part of Bray's deal. Yeah. Wherever he went, he wanted Bo there. Yeah. So that just goes to show you guys how much he you know loved and he he did not he was not going to go anywhere unless Bo was going to be able to go with him yeah um and i think that also speaks to what a what a great dude bray wyatt was that like for sure you know this it's as i honestly thought years ago there was an awesome storyline in there for for Bo to be like the younger brother of the wyatt family kind of a thing you know um and and Bray kind of like um, bringing him up to be uh, more than just the little the little kid, but the true successor to the to the, like you know I won't be here forever, brother. Kind mm-hmm. of a thing like, and ironically, that was something I pitched forever ago. But just yeah. the idea of of that is um yeah, it's really sad now. Honestly, when I think about it. Um, Anthony Velasquez saying favorite Bray moment is definitely Bray winning the WWE title in 2017. Even though WWE didn't handle the reign well. No, they didn't. The moment of him winning the title will be something I will always remember. Yeah, him winning it in the chamber. um, That I remember very well. But also him coming out for the first time on SmackDown with the title. Oh, my God. And the crowd just not letting him talk because they were they were just, you deserve it, and, you know, like, just chanting for him. Um, and you could tell how much it meant to him that, that, that everyone was so happy for him, a nominal villain, to be the champion because everyone wanted Bray to have good things. Was Jeez. You know, it was such a, a wonderful moment that he got to have um, there. Um, and yeah, they, they did not handle that title right very well, but no, you know, we no, can say no. that about a lot of stuff, but, but it was, that moment was great. Absolutely great. Um, wrestling with movies saying is, is, it is a comfort that we know that Bray and Brody are up there shooting the shit, talking about ideas to bless heaven's wrestling world with, um, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Coy Stallings says, no word to describe how I feel right now. Him and Brody having a classic right now. R.I.P. Wembley is a tribute to Funk and Bray. Eddie and John about to go crazy. That's the thing to me is that um, we'll talk more about this when we get to the hardcore tag match um but i think that there's some some stuff a lot more terry funk tributes that you will see um uh, uh-huh. at, at wembley um so back to smackdown i guess um uh e- eo sky had a, had a match uh versus lena vega uh damage guitar all uh talking <laughs> about backstage and um 
Bailey with a with a Bray armband, um, which was which was a nice touch. They 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 didn't do as much as I thought they were going to do. The little little like you know video clips that ran throughout the night for Bray uh, were were nice. I I saw a, a lot of people on social media say, like thinking this was going to be more akin to what AEW did for Brody Lee's passing. Yeah. Um, and kind of like, well, bring Rowan back in for one match. It's kind of a tribute thing, you know, or, you know, have, have more people like actually talk on a microphone about it. Some, something maybe a, a little bit more like what, what AEW did for maybe Jay Briscoe's passing as well. Like, um, and it is it is what they what they do is what they do, um, but I I remember I don't remember Eddie's um, because I wasn't watching at that time. There was a few months I would take off here and there, but I remember watching the Monday Night Raw after Chris Benoit was yeah. found dead, and yeah. they stopped everything to they do did. like. This everyone is going to talk on camera right now, yep. like with their feelings about how great this dude was before they figured out he was not a great dude. Owen um, Hart too. And Owen, Owen Hart, Hart had a lot of had a lot of uh, segments where they were talking. So with the same thing with Eddie, I remember there was just a lot of talking segments. You know, they would have your match, but you would go backstage and you would have your sit down interviews with all these supers. And I don't understand. And, and I guess this is the the problem when you're now a corporation like they are and they have to answer to everyone else. And, you know, for us fans, we understand how much we love everything that happened, but for the people on the top, it's totally Mm -hmm. different. They're like, Hey, you got to run the show the way it's meant to run. Like, let's go like, you know, and unfortunately that's just what, how, corpse work man so i think that the reason why we're not seeing that classic wwe having to sit down interviews what you did see is you had a couple people come out like a cody and an la Knight, and you had a michael cole open up the show but that is very very corporate like Mm -hmm. you know that's not aew aew is allowed to pretty much doing whatever they want because that's who they are they're they're in a private company so um yeah, I wish that would WWE would kind of go back to that kind of stuff. Yeah. It would be it would be cool to kind of see them, you know, whenever something happens. And you know, one person that I know, we talked about everyone that we've seen, my man, Randy Orton, who had an insane uh, feud, yeah. yeah, with him, two, two of them, two, two of them, like yeah. two really long, drawn out that culminated in like WrestleManias, like. They they were they were doing, a, they did a lot of stuff together. The burning of the house, all that the good stuff. And I house. know, I know the, the wife. Burning, the, the burning of the house and the burning of the fiend in two and separate, fiend, yeah, yes. two separate f- feuds. I um, know that I know his wife put out that he was hurting, yeah. that he was home and he was hurting bad. So it's crazy. Yeah, um, uh, Luis mentioning that uh, Pierce. Uh, Adam Pierce, Top Dalla, and more are posting sit-down tributes on their they social are, media, yes. similar to the ones AEW t- talent did for Brody. Um, I think that's yeah. what they're going to do. To be honest, I think because yes. this is just who they are. They're paying. They have advertisers, and they have so many things that they have to, you know, put into the show. That I think what we're going to be seeing is that we're going to be seeing a lot of WWE. Uh, yeah. dot com exclusives. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, EO defeated Zelina. Um, decent little match. Um, they're making a big deal about it being EO's first title defense. Um, I don't know if, I mean, it's weird to me. Like, this is the week before a pay per view, you know, a ple, P L E. So I don't know if there was, if there was, if I, what I will say is this. Um, I could understand if your thought was, okay, well, we got to, we got to move on. Like Bray would understand we got to move on in some way because, because the thing progresses. So we got to make sure we do at least X, Y, and Z to really set up the big show that's happening a week from tomorrow. Um, I would understand if that was the case, uh, but it did not appear to be that the case because they really didn't do a lot of that. If I would have thought, Okay, so we're getting this EO and Zelina thing because at the end of it, Asuka's going to come out and we're going to get a, a announced EO versus Asuka at the pay-per-view next week. Right. We didn't do that. No, Nobody came out to, to, to like, so we don't even know if EO has a match at that. Um, and then we already knew going into the night that we were going to get Austin Theory versus Ray at, at Payback. So, you know, and I guess they announced later that we were going to get LA Knight versus The Miz, but you could do that on Raw. Because that's, that's where the Miz is. So you, there's a lot of stuff that they could have done. The big thing, the big angle they were going to run tonight was Jimmy Uso being on TV. But they're going to do that next week. Um, so it doesn't appear like there was this urgency of we got to set up all the matches for next week. Because uh, right. they didn't really do that. Um, so yeah, that is going to be um, uh, interesting seeing what they do next week to, to set up a card that I think as of now has like four matches on it. Yeah, um, it's payback though. Also, we can we we know brand split means nothing, so they could set up all the matches on Raw. Honestly, I think though. that's done. <laughs> uh, that, that lasted. That last. I mean, God. Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do for Survivor Series. Yeah, it's just know. gonna have regular five on five. Well, it's it's for it's, the it's, war zone. It's it's, war zone. it's, <laughs> it's gonna be uh, war games. Uh, it's gonna be Judgment Day. There it is. Versus versus Cody Rhodes and his band of baby faces. I'm sure is Gr- what it's going to be. Great way to go around it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um uh so um yeah, so it, it, a fine little match between EO and Zelina. EO gets her win back after Zelina they they pointed out Zelina had beaten her twice over the summer, so that's it. There we go. Um <clears throat> Uh, more of these here about uh, Bray uh, wrestling with movies saying, um, oh, we, uh, I read that one already. Thank you for that one. Uh, Don saying, can't stop thinking about his family, especially his children. Then tonight, seeing everyone on stage, I couldn't help but want to hug all of them, hoping they can all find the strength to keep pushing forward. Yeah, um, it's, it, it, you know, you, there's something uh, that you, so many people who are just doing like little um, simple things in front of their phone camera and posting yeah. it to Instagram or whatever, you can tell it's like really, really hard to talk about. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you you got to move on, but it, it it's not like it's not going to be really, really hard. So, yeah. Um, Shadow Walensky saying the video tribute and spotlight on the rocking chair broke me. And I hope Dean Malenko reaches out to Eric because he knows what this is like. 
RIP Bray. Um, yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, it's, it's very hard um, to. Yeah. The radicals lost their members. Yeah. Everybody. Dean, Dean's the last one, basically. Um, yeah. Jesus um, Christ. Um, so Cody Rhodes um, came out to pay tribute to Terry Funk um, uh, because of this connection that his dad had with Terry. Yeah, it was a fun little story. Uh, very done. tastefully done. Very nice. More of like an. It's it is so odd, like but it not odd, but you it's noticeable. The difference in tone between the video packages for Bray and Terry. It was like ah wistful and remember when Terry Funk, what a what a you know what a great old dude. Savage is gone, but we can think back to and and the one for for Bray was like this is the saddest thing ever. It um, is. Um and 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 it, it it there is a difference. I all I always maintain this that there is a difference between somebody who's had a full life. Doesn't matter how sad it is that your friend is gone or your or your family member. They had a full life and they got to do whatever they you know, whatever they were going to do. Um, and somebody who gets taken from us far too young. Um, yeah. Ah, you're all right. You're right. Miss DXZ. Thank you. I did not mean to inadvertently kill Harry Saturn. <laughs> Harry Saturn is in fact still alive. Harry, I, if I you're honestly... listening, you're allowed to come on the show. <laughs> I forgot that he was part of the new radicals, but that was a major oversight of my point uh, on my part. So thank you for letting me know. Um, yeah. Um, so the, the tribute from Cody Rhodes, um, to Terry Funk was very fitting. Beautiful. Yeah. The, 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 the tribute to Terry Funk in the form of a Terry Funk hardcore match was not. Um, so Luis reminding us that the Kentucky Commission prohibits bleeding in wrestling because they hate fun. I would say there's no bleeding necessary. Like, there is, if you're really going to do a real Terry Funk uh, spot, if you're really going to do a Terry Funk tribute, you're going to have to do some bleeding. But (laughs) if you're going to call it a Terry Funk hardcore match and the only thing that's hardcore is one guy goes through a table, what what they did... Single table. Yeah, one, 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 one table, one table. Um, they did uh, not tag in and out. So all you had to do, and Robert DeFelice helping us with this suggestion, all you had to do was call it a Terry Funk Memorial Texas Tornado match because he was from Texas. You didn't have to call it hardcore if you weren't going to let it be hardcore. All that would have required it to be a little bit more hardcore is if it's a hardcore match, let a guy take a couple of chair shots to the back. Let let a let a dude bust out a kendo stick. I mean, it it, it you don't have to full on gig yourselves. Just 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 do something more than one table because it was not very hardcore to me. Um, sure, they got fined when they saw La Knight's head bleeding. <laughs> Seventy six thousand two hundred thirty three dollars and sixty five cents for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's um. It was a fine little match. It was fun. It was. These are four fun dudes to watch. Good. 
but it wasn't a, it wasn't a hardcore match no, you know what i mean that, uh, fuck it was yeah far from yeah. anything hardcore um uh Louise telling us that AEW began Rampage with a graphic paying tribute they did. to Raider Knight, which is very classy of them. Very, that's very. Good, that's, that's, absolutely. I mean, like, as as we just heard this from, like, from, from MJF a couple of days ago, where he was, like, talking to a bunch of kids, a bunch of people in some interview, and was like, hey, guys, it's not that serious. You don't have to fight with each other. We're all friends. We're all rooting for each other, no matter what company we're working with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and absolutely, there's there's no better um, example of that than everybody that I've seen who works for with AEW posting stuff about how sad they are that, that Bray Wyatt is gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it is. I mean, Renee yeah. Paquette basically yeah. put and added WWE. Yeah. Uh, not too long ago, saying you know that her heart goes out to everyone who was working tonight's show. That it wasn't. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she wasn't. It wasn't very yeah. easy. Yeah. So. The, this, these wars exist because of the stupid fans. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I'm one of do. them. Like, I, I'll poke the bear here and there and argue, uh, yeah. but but in a not in a malicious way. I do it in a way where, like, I want to try to see if I can find a middle ground and have some type of yeah. uh, debate. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, these people just take it to, to another. Yeah. Right. Another freaking level. And I'm like, yo, yeah. I'm done, man. Yeah. I watch yeah. both companies, idiot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. In- um, and I include Impact and everyone else that I watch on the side. By the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Street Profits won uh, mainly because the uh, they took it. The, the only thing really taking advantage of the no disqualification is that uh, Bobby, Lashley Bobby Lashley speared man, uh, yeah. speared uh, Pete Dunn, speared old Butch, speared him out of his Butch boots, and. Um, and then uh, they uh, did their their new double team finisher, which is some kind of like it's like a sky high into a neck breaker. Um, double clothesline. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, they did that to Ridge and got the pin. So there you go. Um, yeah, that, I, I saw that one come and that was written on the wall from yeah. a mile away. Um, Luis great, wants uh, great hardcore fight, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> super hardcore. Um, uh uh, Louis Luis wants Pete Dunn versus Bobby Lashley one on one, and I feel like we're probably going to get that um, at some point. But I don't. At NXT I, UK, I, yes, something like that. Um, uh, Elite Biscuits says <laughs> there have been times when I have I have been genuinely concerned that I can't cry. Tonight cleared that up. The open and close really hit me. R.I.P. to a visionary, by all accounts, a wonderful human being. Just unfair. It is. It's just unfair. And yes, by all account, by all accounts. Yeah, man. Wonderful dude. Um, there's a story, and a lot of people told different stories, but like the story that um, that Mustafa Ali posted on Twitter um, about how uh, in the in where they were trying to get 205 live off the ground, they did a full like a exclusively 205 live tour trying to f- see if they could do that live events with it. And, you know, they weren't selling tickets because they didn't really push the cruiserweights on TV. So why would anybody want to go, you know, yeah. anyway, so they, um, 
they added to the tour um, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy to try and move some tickets. And he remembered going up to Bray backstage in the locker room and saying, hey, man, sorry you got dragged along into this thing with us. And Bray saying, hey, man, the only way this business works is when we all help each other out. Yeah. Like, like, like that, that just being his immediate sentiment about the whole thing is, is, is really what made him so special and him, um, and Cedric Alexander posting a thing, like just as the cruiserweight classic was starting before any of the cruiserweights were signed, like he was working at the PC trying to train for, for a comeback and Cedric Alexander walked up to him saying like, I just wanted to introduce myself. Like, I know who you are. I can't wait to see you guys work like yeah. that, that kind of a thing before Cedric was even signed to the company. Like he knew who he was and was looking forward to watching him. Like he's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's great stuff. Um, uh, um, Mike, the jeweler sent in a very generous, very generous humper chat saying um, Bray truly had the whole world in his hands. He was magic. Rest in peace, Bray. Hope the fireflies and the buzzards lead you to Brody. Wrestling heaven just got their next tag team champs. Now he holds yeah. us in his hands. Yeah, that's true. That is, yeah. Yeah, that's something. That, yeah, very special. Um, I hope that they talk about him in 15 to 20 years as much as we like to talk about uh, Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Um and and you know legends of the past because yeah. even though he didn't have a story twenty year career, you know um what he has done and who he's battled with in the ring and his creative genius and yeah. the way he twisted everything around deserves because I'm gonna tell you some boys and girls like we if if we are my age we grew up watching the likes of Undertaker Kane you know. Mm-hmm. And we knew there was never going to be anyone like it. But somewhere in there, God snuck in Bray Wyatt and showed us, no, 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 no. This mm-hmm. is, this is here's someone else, but but different and that you're going to love. And we yeah. had him and we lost him. Like, like it's, it's done. It, yeah. it wasn't a full career like Terry Funk, 55 years of wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're talking about ten to twelve years, and that was it. It's just, it's just like I hope that they do so because that character, everything about it. I hope fifteen, twenty years from now, we're still somehow involving that yeah. into it. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I agree. I think that that I I, I think it'll be one of those things of of that that fans. Um, our generation younger, the kids who grew up watching him, will pass on to the to the younger fans who never got a chance to see Bray. Oh man, that guy yeah. was a force of nature. They'll they'll recount famous promos. They'll talk about like like um, the the angles that he did. Um, I mean, uh, listen, I I don't I I know for a fact I I will be able to recount everything about the Firefly Funhouse match. And all of the Easter eggs that it pointed to, like from from the past, um, yeah, I'll be able to do that to people in twenty years. You know, I'll, I will absolutely be able to tell everybody everything about it because because that's that's how. And much as much that, as I complained about these stupid QR codes, it was he was telling a story. Yeah, he was telling a story his way. 
Uh, Pat McAfee tweeted and said, you know, that that Bray Wyatt tribute effed him up. Yeah. 36 years old and had reinvented himself effortlessly through his career. Beloved by everyone. Us as fans and everybody behind the scenes. Rest easy. So true. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So we got a TMZ staged video um, where they attacked Jeez. the Miz. Um, <laughs> it was the, like, hey, Miz, how, how about that guy, LA Knight? He sure is popular, don't you think? Uh, popular? Yeah, sure he is. Like, like MySpace is popular. Um, I thought it was so funny that the guy sounded like a real TMZ guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it probably was, but they absolutely told the dude where to be to where show he, up yeah, and what yeah, to yeah. say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, we know LA Knight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> The uh, <laughs> that what we watched was take four. Like they definitely had tried that a few times, different different things. Uh, but anyway, um, so the Miz is talking crap about LA Knight. So LA Knight comes out and first to start off the whole thing says this is about uh, tonight's about Bray Wyatt. And um, without um, you know belaboring the point, the LA Knight was the last match. The last match, the only match of Bray's, Bray Wyatt's last run was the thing everybody crapped all over. The pitch black Mountain Dew match. Um, uh, and, and I would, uh, like, in hindsight, especially now that the man is no longer with us, um, uh, like, the, I, 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 I feel like it was presented to him. All right. You're doing a pitch pitch black Mountain Dew match, you know. Um, uh, what what do you have? Do you have any ideas that could fit in the framework of that? And he's like, uh, black lights. Uh, you know, like, like the, just trying to figure out how to make this work within the framework that he is given. Like, was that his idea? No. Was it like, how do I make this thing you're giving me? work that makes sense with my character you know what i mean that yeah. kind of a thing um but uh but la night um cut a a a, a really uh touching tribute saying like uh we went we had battles you know he pushed me whatever um but uh he said that what he actually was getting me ready for anything so everybody yeah. out there Who's chanting? Thank you, Bray. I will add one from me. Thank you, Bray, for that. Like um, the, the L.A. Knight feud with um, with Bray. Um, I think um, there was. It's it said something. They're like, well, I don't. I honestly don't know what they thought, but I know uh, what L.A. What L.A. Knight. What I thought of L.A. Knight at the time which right. was even if people think oh my god we're they're burying la night lost in a mountain dew match i was like if there's one dude who's equipped to get himself back over again yeah. after what is perceived to be a burial it's this guy and yeah. and all it, it is it the, he was thought of as a guy who you could put with bray and make it work it's absolutely that's that's so true um uh I think it was a really nice tribute that he added to 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 Bray there talking well about him but then he brought it back to the Miz 
and um, the Miz. Nobody's nobody cares about you. Like, this is a, Christ, this is a, dude. He fucked. He just he laid, laid into him. He, he laid, laid into him. Um, but he also said one time you had a stunt double, and people cared more about him than you. Uh, because Miz Dow was awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. It was, um, he went deep on him, bro. He did. He did. Um, and I'm here for it. I'm very happy with it. I'm glad that he did. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that uh, he. You can tell when he first came out. This was running up yeah. here, and how do I convey this, mm-hmm. and still be who I am as LA Knight, yeah. and still yeah. do it in a way where it's tasteful, and yeah. he did it. He did it beautifully, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, I, goddamn. And then you know, earlier in the show, you saw you know uh, Corey Graves who came up with with Bray in the old OBW days and all that stuff. He just like his lips were quivering bad. Yeah. Like when when he was talking, like in the beginning, I was like, "Oh man!" Like it's just, it's a lot, man. Like people don't understand this, this is a traveling family. They're, yeah. you know, you're with each other week after week. You know, pay per views, all this stuff, like flying across the world to do stuff, yeah. like yeah, yeah. Um, he uh, finished it with like Miz. I'm not hard to find, but if you're if you think you're gonna come after me. I, I have I have some I have one word that that a wise man once taught me, run. It's great, yeah, man. That was great. Was great. That was a great little tribute. Oh. Um, and then uh, it, it was um, uh, Finn versus uh, Finn Balor versus LA Knight. Um, Finn Balor, they were you know, like uh, one of the great rivals of of Bray Wyatt. Well, yeah. I mean, yes, he <laughs> he was the was the guy that the Fiend debuted against yeah. at SummerSlam, twenty nineteen. Still, I'll ne- that's that's another thing I'll never I'll never forget seeing the Fiend for real for the first time, his first entrance, the, that hearing that music for the first time, that rendition of his original theme, the him original, coming out. Yeah. He came out with his his own severed head as a lantern. Remember that. That was Great. one of the coolest ideas. Like, no, this this guy is dead. I killed him, and I fashioned his head into a lantern. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I remember so cool. watching as I was watching that while I was watching the um, the WWE um, YouTube watch along, and Johnny Gargano was watching that entrance, and everyone else was talking amongst themselves, but Johnny Gargano was. Transfixed, and his jaw just slackened, and he's like <laughs> his eyes got far away, and he was like, "This is the most horrifying thing I've ever seen." And, like it was. Oh, I was remember great. that. Yeah, it was so so good. Um, this was it was awesome. He, he got to have, and the best part about it to me, uh, for Finn was that that was the what they wrote him off of WWE main roster and back to NXT where he had the best run of his WWE overall yeah. career. Like that year he spent in in NXT was amazing. I so wish I could see that Finn again because this whole thing running around with the with the goth kids doesn't work for me. But but that that the leather jacket in at back in where he got a chance to like when he got a chance to, to to reference the fiend in that first promo where they told me to lay down for a clown 
Like it was like he was he was pissed at everybody. It was great. I, I loved that run for Finn. Um, but also, do you remember the other time that we almost got Bray Wyatt versus the, versus Finn, but didn't? When? 2017, I think, was TLC 2017. That was when the mumps went around oh, the locker room. Oh my god! And they yeah. were supposed to get. We instead we got just impromptu AJ Styles versus Finn Balor yes. for the first time since Japan. Yes. Um, but also Roman Reigns was out, and so we never got the Shield like reunion match. We we got Kurt Angle in in the in the SWAT vest instead of Roman, but we were supposed to get sister abigail like yeah. bray wyatt as sister abigail versus demon pumpkin finn like I they showed a, they showed a a, a mock-up of what the makeup was going to look like it was all like orange and black because it was right before halloween i remember Pump, that, they were going to yes. do pumpkin king demon balor versus sister abigail and then they never revisited it whenever bray was healthy they just forgot about it and moved on um, that was crazy. That was almost a thing that we saw. Um, yeah, but, um, so they, they just said, okay, we're going to get Finn Balor over here versus LA Knight. Uh, and the match was good. Yeah. It was, was a really good match. A nice tribute, um, to Bray. Um, just like these two guys, like having a, having a really good one. Um, and LA Knight wins clean because yeah. they're, I mean, Finn Balor has had the the two most recent title matches for Seth Rollins' title on Raw. Um, it means something that they've decided to put LA Knight over him clean. Uh, at least I hope it does. Um, because they're they're giving him mic time. They're letting this dude shine. They're, they're, they're allowing him to win matches for a change. This is hopefully... Something really good can come out of this uh, for LA Knight because they they sent him out there in the main event of the Bray Wyatt tribute show, a show yeah. they knew a lot of people were going to be tuning in to see, and they and they put him over in it. Like that is that they said it was the biggest win of his career, and while that feels like hyperbole, I don't think it is actually. Um, uh, at least in the main roster, for sure. Um, so we'll see if this leads to better things coming out of this. Uh, but I, I thought it was um, a, a fine little match. Um, and LA Knight winning was a big deal. Um, and then he got to, you know, salute the fans, walk up the ramp. That's it. And they started the power that, down. Geez, that, that. They started powering it down for the fiend. Like my, my, the the you know how like for us every now and then your brain won't like won't know the things that your brain knows like your lizard brain comes out and like there was an instinct my brain had to get excited because yeah. that sound means the fiend is coming out and yeah. and i got so sad when my brain realized no stupid lizard brain that guy can't come out cuz he's not here anymore and that just sunk me. Like, yeah. just knowing that, because I remember being so excited when I would hear that sound because it meant the fiend is here. 
and um and then never gonna getting to see it again his his just his very first rendition as when the fiend first came out that just very first all those vignettes and firefly you know funhouse and everything like it was just it was so cool to see and every week i was looking forward to the you know what was happening and what is he saying like who's coming like you know it was just incredible and even when he got let go and that time passed, I was just like, it, it, maybe it just probably got too sports entertainment for a lot of people, you know? And it was just so gimmicky well, that it yeah. died. You know, it got super gimmicky and, and they didn't know how to handle that gimmickiness right. of it. So it got lost from what Bray wanted to do to what WWE was trying to push. There was a huge disconnect there. Yeah. Huge disconnect. And then I think when they brought him back, it came in full circle again. And he was able to say, hey, you know what? The Fiend was cool. But you know what's even cooler? Yeah. Me. Yeah. Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah. The person that can that can that brings all this to life. Yeah. Let me be me and yeah. let me play with these toys. Yeah. And they did, bro. And yeah. Yeah. and play he so did. Good. Yeah. And play he did. Um, absolutely. Um, I, I loved that, um, that turn where he got, you got to see behind the curtain and see the real him and how much he meant, um, to everybody, how much everybody meant to him it was uh, so, so great. The, the fiend fell apart when they were like, Oh, Oh, everybody likes this guy. Let's, let's shove him into the main event scene in two months. They gave they gave him they allowed him two months, and then they were like, "We're gonna make you the champion." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no! F- figure out a way to like slow burn this dude for like two years, yeah. where like he shows up once a month and takes out somebody, or he, people or, up, yeah. or like he just he screws with people's heads, like he marks somebody and says, "You're mine." Like, there's some if they had the patience to really tell a story with the fiend. Like to really tell an overarching story where he would mark somebody and say, "You're coming with me," and 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 allows allow the opportunity for somebody to be off of TV for an extended period of time because the fiend took them. Yeah, like there there would be really cool stuff. I remember when he was like targeting legends, and like I, I, he would just like mandible claw somebody, some legend, Mick Foley. That's right. Remember Lawler, that? Yeah. And and I was like, this is this is an awesome way to write somebody out of a legends contract. It's coming up, just like half half now. Basically, this character dead because the fiend killed them. I know, the fiend, yeah. The fiend murdered them, and that was it. Um, there was there was something there that, that could have been really really great. I always said like keep keep this guy away from a title because one if you create it if you create an invincible character because that's what they had done. You can't put a title on them because then no one can beat them. Correct. And what they did was they put a title on him and then had Goldberg beat him, which is I remember <laughs> that, yeah, just because that, that's not how we're gonna do things. Oh um, man, yeah. there was there was such a bad disconnect with him and creative, and I think that's where I started losing my yeah. the faith in what they were doing with him, unfortunately. And I couldn't, I wasn't smart enough because we were all guilty of sometimes not not paying attention to something of separating the two to me it was just wwe's fiend it wasn't 
rotunda's fiend and i was just like god oh, i gotta get rid of this like what the hell are they doing you know and in my head i'm like this man needs to leave here and be windham in aew just be windham go take over yeah. the dark order go beat people yeah. up dude go do whatever you gotta do it's just it's just so crazy it's just so yeah. crazy like obviously yeah. none of that happened but right it's just so crazy um the the final shot of the lantern alone in the ring um and then um that photo of, of bray backlit by the by the titan tron looking up Oof, there with the wings yeah. that was that was a really tough one um i i i don't know it's not it wouldn't have been possible tonight but i part of me was like i wanted them to to have like bow yeah like pick up the lantern kind of like as a this is we're i'm going to take up the mantle and we're going to figure out how to make this into something that's yeah. great for for every everybody wants something like this let's figure it out um but i know that's not right and certainly it's not right now um but wrestling with movies says i love and hate that at the end of the show when they did the fiend lights and sounds that i thought he would be standing in the ring like it's a work or something i know you know, like when when not, they panned the camera, when they panned the camera back, the silhouette that was up on screen made it look like he was standing in the ring. And you mentioned Lizard Brain, and for two seconds, my brain was tricked into yeah, thinking yes. he's standing in the ring. How did they yeah. do this? How did they do that? Yeah. And I was, I was, my heart like felt like a big murmur. Like I was just like, what is happening? Like what? I couldn't. Mm -hmm. My eyes and my brain were not in sync. Yeah. And it just, it just, you know, you know, I, I text my brother and I just was like, yo, you good? You know, like, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. But he, his exact words to me were what now? Right. And, and not in the sense of like, oh, we, someone died. What do we do? No, 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 no. His sole purpose, like I mentioned before for watching WWE was to watch his favorite freaking wrestler, try to right. get a sneak peek. Maybe he would come out. Maybe what now? What does he do? Because the thing that he loved and he got back into was because of this man. He doesn't give a crap about anyone else in the roster. Yeah. And it's sad to know that there's a lot of other people that feel the same way. What now? Yeah. What does he do? And I'm trying yeah. to, I'm going to see if, you know, I'm going to try to keep him involved in a way, you know, like I don't want him to lose that love for something like this, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Papa Casso um, saying um, that uh, Bray's passing breaks my heart because he never fully was able to bring all his ideas to life, especially the new directions of psych patient in a sense. I can understand that frustration creatively. Yeah, I think a lot of people who are creative people can understand like not really ever being able to bring those ideas to fruition. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's very true. Um, uh, so... Um, Vicky L says, thank both of you for being real men. RIP Bray. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that, but, uh, but yeah, no, I think that it is, it is. Um, yeah. You're welcome. We, I guess is what I'll we, say. We, well, you're welcome. I, I, before we end the show, I'd like to say this, you know, growing up, Alex knows this cause we grew up, mm -hmm. we're almost the same age. We're almost 25. Mm -hmm. And, yep. <laughs> We grew up in an era where TV was everything for us, mm -hmm. right? Our parents didn't play with us like we play with our kids, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. 
for whatever reason, they might be working. There was just like, it just wasn't it. And TV right. was it. And we fell in love with every single character we met on television or film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it was professional wrestling, cartoons, or whatever. I fell in love with Power Rangers. And when, uh, you know, Jason David Frank passed away after, you know, watching him as a kid, becoming his friend later on as an adult, and then losing him, it broke me down last mm-hmm. year, last November. I didn't know if I was going to get over that. Yeah. And then you watch wrestlers that we've watched that we invite them into our living room every single yeah. week or weekend, right? And yeah. then back and forth, you know, like we just continue to bring these people into our lives. And then we meet them and, and meet and greet and they're real humans and we're tweeting at them and they're talking back. And like we have this new connection with people. And yeah. this is why this hurts, because we became connected to these people. And this is why we feel the way we do. And a lot of people look at us and they're like, that's crazy. You never met the person. You don't need to meet the person, bro. You made that connection the minute you allowed that person into your life through your television or through your phone or whatever, whichever way you did so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Wrestling with movies saying, I'm thankful we got even one. And if it was a match of the circumstances, but I felt like there was enough in the can to do Firefly Funhouse matches with the likes of Randy and Edge and Cody and Roman. Sadly, no, but what if? I, I honestly did think that the 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 Randy match with the giant Jack in the Box like structure, I thought that was going to be another Firefly Funhouse match because the first one was like got rave reviews from everywhere, and I thought this is a really cool thing for like this is the signature of the Fiend. You have a match with him, but you don't have a match with the like a match with the Fiend. He takes you inside his other dimension. And breaks down all of your um, uh, defenses and 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 highlights all of your insecurities. And if you can make it out the other side, then you will have won. But like, we never got that. But there was yeah. so much, so much fodder there for like stuff between him and Roman, him and Seth, um, uh, him and Randy, obviously. But like, there was some really great stuff they could have done there. And I uh, that I was honestly kind of really disappointed when they were like, oh, it's a regular match. And obviously with the match we got, but but it wasn't the thing that we wanted, you know? Um, yeah. Um, Be good Michael to Warren, one another, people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Michael Warren saying uh, we let him in and now we have a firefly shaped hole in our hearts. That is God damn. Um. Uh, uh, Bizarro Big L saying that Kate looking weird tonight. I don't have the bangs. Uh, yeah. Embracing her inner Darby Allen. Yeah. Um, the outpouring and news outlets sharing Bray's passing shows you his impact. Yeah. He CNN. Everyone for, picked yeah, that up. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was a force for creativity. So much that could have been done. The world is still in his hands. Thank you, Wyndham. Yeah. The world is still in his hands. Um, and uh, Knock Bogan saying it's funny and sad when you think about how Terry Funk got like 26 retirement matches and Bray didn't get one. And that is that is the the op the 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 difference is that we got a chance to say goodbye to Terry Funk. Yeah, we didn't get a chance to say goodbye to to Bray Wyatt. 
we went full circle with with uh, Terry Funk. He wrestled for fifty years. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, that dumpster match with him and Billy and, and mm-hmm. Road Dog. Like, yeah, I was watching him. What was it? it? Felt like he was already in his fifties when I was yeah. watching him wrestle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these matches at in you know he was in East, he was in, an old dude from the time anybody started watching. Anyone, like yeah, absolutely. Um, I was I was born to watch wrestling. Okay, I grew up in Puerto Rico watching with my my grandfather. So for me, when I watched Terry Funk, he was already like in his fifties when I was three oh, yeah. years old, and yeah, there no. I was at twenty years old. He was still in his fifties. He was, yeah. you know, like he was. He just never aged. Yep. He was like Arn yeah. Anderson. Yeah, uh, some of these some of these guys are, are perpetually forty seven until they're until they're seventy until they're like 70. it it, it yeah. just that's just the way it works and that was Look one at of those. Rick Flair was another one. Rick yes. Flair when he was with the Evolution, he was already yeah. like in his sixties, dude. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. Yeah, so crazy. <laughs> yeah, so crazy. Um, um. Wrestling with movies says when Cody came out, it actually hit me that it's fucking insane how the universe works. Cody had Brody's last match and is now in Brody's best friend's company on the tribute show of his death. That just blows my mind. I wish he'd talked about that. I did think that he was going to, to do a thing of like, so, so Bray for like a few, like a, a couple of sentences and then get into the big Terry thing. But I'm fine that he didn't. He was, I think he was always going to be here to talk about Terry Funk even before we got the news that Bray had passed. I think that was already in, in the works to do a Cody led um, Terry Funk tribute because of the connection between Funk and, and, uh, and Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Papa Caso again saying that um, uh, the fiend to me was the best version of his character. The company just didn't let him fully reach his potential. Could have reached Kane levels. Love you guys. It could have, he easily could have been a guy who showed up twice a year, yeah, and and just was what any like the. I always thought they were gonna that that it was going to turn out to be this, um, that in like twenty thirty seven, is like you would hear that, and it would the fiend would come out and mandible claw dude. Maybe hit a sister Abigail, and the and the, and everyone would go nuts. Like he would be the version of whenever all silence, and then you hear Undertaker yeah. dong, and yes. everyone would leap to their feet, even yeah. though they they knew like Taker wasn't having matches anymore. He yep. was in the building, and it was the coolest thing ever. I thought it was going to be that with Bray and the Fiend, and we. Got taken away too soon, man. We never got to do that. Um, hey, who's up for a for a uh, two minute rundown of what happened on Rampage? Um, a uh, Orange Cassidy defeated Aaron Solo. I, I think for anybody who thought Aaron Solo was going to be the one to beat Orange Cassidy, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but uh, Orange Cassidy retains his internet. You got to channel your inner um, what's his name, the mask yeah. dude. Gosh, I just forgot yeah. his name on the table. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, 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 QT had a sit-down interview um, with <laughs> with Jim Ross, promising to be the best wrestler possible as Latin American champion, <laughs> and then defended his Latin American title, oh, Triple A Latin American it. title, uh, successfully versus Gravity. I just so, love it. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, apparently the Dark Order are ready to rebuild. Whatever that means exactly. Yeah. Uh, Luchasaurus squashed some dude. Of course he did. Um, and the out- five million year old dinosaur dude. Yeah. And um, the outcasts uh, defeated Dr. Britt Baker and Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida, um, apparently Ruby tried to interfere and Statlander carried her to the back in a fireman's carry. Uh, but the outcast still won. So there you go. Um, Anthony Velasquez saying, even the moments where Alexa Bliss got to work with Bray was special because you can tell Alexa Bliss was having the time of her life. She says oh, so yeah, in her yeah. Instagram video yeah, today. She, she wanted to be there. She couldn't. She couldn't get a flight that would get her there uh, for SmackDown. But she said that, like, I can honestly say, the times I was working with 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 Bray were the happiest moments of my life. I, I had a blast. Um, the best moments of my career. So, like, er- everyone. Everyone's saying wonderful things about the dude. Uh, people who barely knew him uh, in yeah. the business uh, as well. Um, but there was like also like random celebrities. Yeah, like Van- Vanessa Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens was apparently a huge Bray Wyatt fan. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. You know? It is it's just nuts, um, man. Uh, um, uh, uh, was ho- was hoping to get um um. Kate here but um we know she was gonna uh, be, uh, you know who knows who knows you know being being in a newark airport thank the lord i never have to see that place again <laughs> god damn no it's, it's no fun uh no I've, I've i've flown through newark before it's it's not it's not the best no it's not the best um so um we will um we will see you um on this channel tomorrow night for the collision review will will be the regular collision review um, on uh, on Sunday for AW All In there will All be the, Grap- the Grap City Boys will be handling that on this channel and I and Kate will be over on Five Select talking about All In on All Sunday in, baby uh, tom- tomorrow night I'll probably do a, a, a post collision thing um to is like a little all-in preview as well over on five select so that's cool you can follow me on the x uh at um x gonna give it to you (laughs) (laughs) uh at alex sour graps um and uh where can they where can people find you what do you got going on yeah like i don't x is starting to become the apocalypse again i i was i've been away from it i got on the threads threads has been keeping me happy because everyone there is so nice and happy all day uh no one's there to get you and tell you that you should go choke on a chicken um uh, so you guys can find me on instagram at alexis cardoza um and on the x you can see me there as well talking ish and having a good time um at underscore alexis cardoza and uh yeah we got a lot of cool stuff uh coming along the pipeline so stay tuned it's always fun to just continue creating and making work i love doing the show with you yeah uh alex and you know it's always a pleasure to kind of like sit with people here that mean a lot to me so thank you yep yeah um uh said this before the show um uh, under the worst possible circumstances but it is always a pleasure working with you a mirror yes, alex um and we're two, both latinos you know what i'm saying so two real latino men 
Um, uh, that's that's us. <laughs> um, uh, buenas noches um, and good night. Peace. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.